0: And we're now joined in the line by our market analyst, Clive Ntozabantu Ramatibela. Good morning.
1: Hello. Good morning to you, Sakina, and to the rest of our AML live listeners. I'm so sorry. I, they got me today. I'm a that they got me now. This time. <laughs>
0: Shame, man. Yeah, You're feeling have, worse. You're worse for work. Uh,
1: I, I, you know, when you go to the doctor and you expect to get medication and feel better, mm. and then you wake up and you feel like you've been hit by a train,
0: <laughs> so, but I'll, I'll get there. I'll get there. You will get I'm there. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah. You'll get there. Now, Asian markets mixed with most of the industrial stock positives uh, following the response of the PMI data out of China. There, Clive.
1: Yeah, it was it was quite interesting to see what is actually taking place now. The Asian markets when you when we started talking, it was it was a bit mixed, and like you just confirmed now in your the opening, uh, there are very much negative. We are sitting uh, pretty much um, at, at zero point. 2-5% uh, into the negative, into the red. They're not looking great at all. I started looking at which companies actually looking strong. And you can see some glimmer of light when it comes to the industrials who look very, very strong. But that's because, obviously, most of these companies earn in dollar terms. And so when we saw the U.S. do slightly better yesterday and the dollar gaining some sort of momentum, um, then we started to see them actually pick up a little bit, Kila. So what we're looking at now is the attraction that is building, coming back after those results coming through, and uh, we started seeing the ECB confirm or reaffirm, whatever you want to call it, that they will be pumping more money uh, to make sure that they stimulate the economy so that it continues on. There are areas of concern, for example, Japan, um, the, 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 the currency, the yen there, uh, taking a little bit of a nose down. But that normally reacts positively uh, because of the fact that they want the, the, the yen to be actually uh, weaker so that their traders can do much better when it comes to the trade balance. So, that on itself uh, maybe might spike some positivity. But as I said yesterday, you know, they don't come into the numbers. Uh, the uh, JSE are feeling a little bit gloomy yesterday, very much in the red most of, most of the day, uh, simply because that momentum that came from the PMI numbers continues to hit um, 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 a lot of the emerging markets and they're not looking strong at all. Uh, so if you look at the accuracy of the Chinese data, it has recently shown that when the equities, despite the fact that the industrials do well, but the sobering comes in when the currencies don't perform as well. And so that sort of creates a little bit of uncertainty within uh, the investors, and money starts to flow out onto safer assets.
0: And then, uh, you know, we spoke about this running commentary for months on end last year, and then we had a slight reprieve, and now Greece is back <laughs> in the news. And uh, they close <laughs> to an accord with creditor institutions on measures needed yes. to uh, get its next bailout tranche.
1: But do you know what the good news is? Is that, they actually struck a deal. They came to an agreement. Isn't that great? They actually reached the consensus, and what this means is that they are going to come up with their The plan is there. So the plan is approved. Now it's all about negotiating with the debtors and uh, how they're going to make sure that they get their ROI, return on investment, to us to be assisted, to help them to, to come back and, and sort things out. So Chris is closely in accord with credit institutions. and measures just needed uh, to use the next bailout fund. Uh, two people are familiar with the negotiations have been talking to uh, a lot of the media. They're explaining what this will entail. One of the things that has been that has been uh, uh, obviously on, on on the on the agenda is how are the banks going to be assisted, uh, assisted uh, to make sure that people don't run out of money? You know what we saw last time: people queuing outside of ATMs trying to draw all their money out. So now, how do they guarantee those banks to make sure that the financial stability returns back onto the uh, Greek market? So. I reckon, that, you know, what's going to happen is that uh, the, the plan will be played out. The question that I have is, uh, how long will it take for them to fully recover? Greece, the Greek, the Greeks. Um, I reckon it will take anything between 15 and 25 years, which is a very long time mm. for a, a generation. So, I, just, it's, it's just so scary, and just one, one or two defaults, and it set you back to 25 years for recovery, that is the scary part.
0: And a generation that already seems to be a bit impatient. But here's an interesting story. Uber on Wednesday saying that it had raised $3.5 billion from Saudi Arabia's public investment fund, which is of course the kingdom's main investment fund. So what's your view on that one?
1: I think it's important that we we, we also mention that last week or a week and a half ago, you and I were talking about uh, Apple investing in Didi, which is a Chinese uh, a competitor to Uber, remember? Uh, and they spent about a billion dollars uh, uh, to get that investment in. Now, instead of Uber getting help from internal companies within the U.S., now they have decided to go outside and go to Saudi Arabia. Now, what did we, what did we speak about last week about Saudi Arabia? We spoke about the fact that Saudi Arabia has things like GE, uh, uh, generally lectured coming in and investing aggressively because they want to diversify their investment uh, portfolio. So what this says to me is that Saudi Arabia has already started to become innovative. They are already starting to become diversified. They want to make sure that they participate in any shape or form in other economies other than just participating in the oil industry. I think this is good news for them. And by the way, the deal has has been made already, what they're going to do is they're going to get one of their guys um, from the public investment fund to actually sit at Uber as uh, as one of the directors. Now, this, is, this why this is important is because they want to have their interest well heard and well executed, and so that's what they're going to be doing. But, okay, you know, this deal on its own, all, all over all the time, will come to something about uh, $52.5 billion U.S. dollars, which is exactly the value of Uber as we speak right now. So... This is exciting for me, uh, part part and parcel, uh, but most importantly, it shows that Uber is not going anywhere. So either we have to conform and and get used to the the system, or we have to come up with some competitive ways uh, to beat beat Uber at their own game. $3.5 billion is a lot of money.